Hey, what is up, guys? Today's episode is brought to you by the incredible sponsors of the program, ChemicalFreeBody.com. If health and wellness is a priority for you, then check out the incredible products over at ChemicalFreeBody. Plant-based nutritional supplements from Super Greens, my favorite, with all the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients, and micronutrients in just one single scoop. Toss it in your glass of water, your shake, your smoothie, however you want to do it. They also have other incredible products, gut detoxers, anti-inflammatories, immune boosters, and so much more. ChemicalFreeBody.com and check out that promo code, it's me, all one word, it's me for discounts at your checkout. And look, we have so many different insurance policies in our life. And if the last couple years has taught you anything, it taught me that storable food needs to be on that list. Prepare with itsme.com, the incredible products over at My Patriot Supply. They have four-week supply of food, three-month supply, all products with up to a 25-year shelf life. Have the peace of mind, ladies and gentlemen, of having storable food and have that supply on deck. It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And uh, if you have, you know, shaving needs like nice chrome domes like me, SkullShaver.com is a whole new concept in face and head shaving. The products offered over there include men's head shavers, face shavers, hair clippers, and trimmers. And ladies, we haven't forgot about you with the butterfly kiss. And we also have a large selection of accessories to make your life that much more simple. All of the shavers come with uh, removable, washable blades made of premium Japanese stainless steel to ensure flawless results. It just makes it so much easier. You can get your shaving done anytime, anywhere, in or out of the shower. It gets no better. Skullshaver.com, front slash discount, front slash it's me. All of the links to these incredible products will be in the description of this episode. So without further delay, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the show. Everything, everything. Everything gonna be all right this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another episode of It's Me Speaking to You. I'm, as always, your ever-faithful host, Mr. Jeffrey Wilson, coming to you live and direct from the gateway to the west, St. Louis, Missouri. And today, folks, I am just like in surreal mode here, a little bit beside myself, sort of pinching myself, wondering if this is really happening, because if I had a dollar... For every time I watch this film that this gentleman starred in, I would be a very, very wealthy man. He is not only a very good actor. He's an amazing martial artist. He's also an author. He wrote the book, The Last, <clears throat> excuse me, The Last Dragon, an autobiography. And he, like I said, was the star, along with some other folks, of the aforementioned iconic classic flick, The Last Dragon. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the program, Ty Mock. What's up, my brother? Hi, Jeffrey. Thanks for having me. No, man. Thank you, brother. I so, so appreciate it, man. You, When I first started the show, my old notebook, which is gone now, you were uh, you were at the top of the list. Even though I was uh, a new show, and I still am, I wanted to bring out some heavy hitters, and you were definitely someone I wanted to chop it up with, sir. So thank you uh, again, man. I was checking you know, some of the stuff you're up to. It looks like you're going to be um, next door here in St. Louis um, at Kansas City here in about a week or so. Um, yeah, what, do you, what do you got going on over there? Yeah, I'm on a, a book tour. I've, I wrote my autobiography, and um, if people want tickets, they can just go online and uh, go to. Um, I guess the best place would be to is Incognito. That's the name of the publishing company. Okay. Uh, and I and I guess you'll you'll have a link or something. I will post a link uh, at the at the description of the video and the YouTube video and stuff. I'll definitely have, uh, and I'll let you do a shout out again at the end of the uh, interview here of all your social yeah. networking, etc. Yeah, I'll be out. I'll be out there on the 22nd in Kansas City Draft House Theater. Uh, for for draft for that actual event, you have to go to Draft House, uh, their website. 
But okay. the rest of these events for the rest of the year will be when Incognito mostly. Copy that. And like I said, so folks. It's a we'll, movie, obviously. And uh, I'll have my book there and we'll do pictures and everything. Absolutely. Q, Sounds good, Q&A. folks. A little yeah. Q&A. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Well, I have a few cues for you myself, my brother. I mean, this is uh, this year the 30th, if I'm correct, the 30th anniversary of that iconic flick, Barry Gordy's The Last Gra- Dragon. You guys have been uh, a little bit everywhere, doing a bit, uh, a bit of, a bit of touring, if you will. Um, you know, obviously, thirty years, man, <laughs> it's flown by, man. It's, 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 it's actually thirty-one years. It was uh, last year was the thirtieth. This is the thirty-first okay. year, man. So that a long time, yeah. It's just flown, man. It's just flown again. You know, you, you look fantastic, brother. I don't know what your uh, fountain of youth is. I mean, obviously, you take good care of yourself and all that good stuff. But the thirty Thank years you. has been good to you, my man. Uh, that was, man, thirty years ago. I mean, obviously, you've done so much since then. What was that? Um, what was that like back then, man? I mean, that that audition process. Did you have an agent? Like, how did you get hooked up with that flick? And what was that yeah, process no, I like? Been, I, I never acted before. I did a little school plays and this and that, but never acted before. Uh, wasn't pursuing acting. I was kickboxing and uh, then trying to decide. I was nineteen. If I'm going to go to college, where would I go? And you know that whole thought process. And then this film ends up coming up as a possibility. Um, long story short, I went through a whole trial, which I write about in my book, uh, a lot of details. Um, but I ended up getting the role. It was amazing, you know. The, yeah. The 80s is, uh, especially in New York, or anywhere, but especially in New York, was a very memorable time. Um, it had its pros and cons. The pros was uh, it was a, a lot of artistic expression and uh, uh, the martial arts was, uh, it was very colorful. Uh, this is obviously pre-Brazilian um, Jiu-Jitsu, MMA, sure. all that stuff. Uh, so they had a lot of characters fighting in, in tournaments and kickboxing. And uh, this New York had high crime, yet, you know, a lot of times when there's that compression of culture and society, there's a lot of uh, expression. So that's there was mm. a lot going on. It was great. Yeah, definitely was an interesting time, man. The, the good old eighties. I certainly wasn't in New York at that time, but uh, yeah, the, the old memorable nostalgic eighties. And it's cool, man. Going back, you know, every once in a while, like I said, I'll, I'll throw in the Last Dragon, just you know, one of them rainy Sundays, or even just to watch it, man, because it's just it's just one of them feel good flicks, man. It's just everybody has knows the one liners, you know, you got the glow, teach me some moves, like it's just you know, it's kind of yeah. transcended and really is, uh, definitely withstood the test of time. Um, unfortunately, I mean, like I said, there's downside to it. You know, a little bit of everything. Can't have the yin without the yang. Um, you've lost some friends who were who were in that picture. The gentleman who played Shonuff, uh, Julius J. Carey, passed away in 2008. Uh, Richie, Leo O'Brien, and of course Vanity. Um, what are your thoughts on that, man? Had you spoken to those guys prior to their passing? Had you stayed in touch yeah, with any yeah, of the cast? Yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, of course, it's not a, a good feeling, and it's 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 kind of strange, you know. It can, you know, uh, what can you say? Uh, it's just, it's, it's part of life, but gone too soon, you know? Yeah. And, uh, in that sense, I felt, uh, not too great about it because they were still, they still a lot going on and a lot in them and they were sure. all charismatic in their own way and a lot more to offer, you know? What you and, um, if I'm correct, I saw you and Leo were working on, and I think you guys finished it, um, I've Seen Things? Actually, no. Uh, Leo, he got shot, and I 
he was a kid when I did the last dragon, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we were a different age bracket. So it wasn't like we were buddies. I was young, but I was in a different age bracket. He was more like a little kid. Sure. So I was doing my thing. And over the years I'd see him and you know, it was always nice, but, um, I, I heard about the shooting and then I went and saw him in the hospital. And at that time I was writing, I've seen things and shooting it as a short film. I stopped shooting it. All, you know, all this information is in my book. Sure. Uh, I visited him in the hospital and I, and I start have, I wrote a role for him and I started having him rehearse and he was fantastic. But then he died very shortly afterwards. Wow. And that was from the, the complications from the shooting, if I remember reading correctly. Right. Right. And then, okay. you know, and Denise, uh, she she was um, in conversation with me about touring and going around with regards to appearances and things like that. But she obviously right. is gone. And, uh, you know, Julius was the first to go. Yeah, it's you know it is what it is. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, like you said, it's tough. You guys like are kind of attached to each other forever via this movie. That's why I was kind right. of curious if you guys had like you know literal personal um, interaction since the flick. You know, cause sometimes you know the people just go their own separate ways and don't don't speak anymore. But that's cool that you guys did. Um, yeah, just, uh, obviously Prince is untimely death too. Uh, I saw an interview with him. Um, Watching The Last Dragon last night and watching Vanity, it was just insane because I remember I thought about something Prince said because he was like, she loved knowing she was like the finest woman on the planet. Right. And just seeing some of those scenes, even when she's supposed to be like disheveled, I'm like, my God, yeah, just she breathtaking. Was, she was one of a kind and uh, unfortunately swept up in that Hollywood scene uh, can sometimes chew you up and spit you out. You know? Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's she found some um, solitude and, and, you know, some some peace in that she uh, became more spiritual and, and, and more uh, and, and stopped the drug, the drugs, you know. Sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd seen, you know, some of so she would be on uh, some religious shows where she had, you know, converted, you know, turned her life over, which, you know, always anything's better than that that dark path because like you like you said it could eat, right. eat you up and chew you up and spit you out um well speaking of some of your more current work and i so the current i had i host another uh, podcast with ufc hall of famer pat milicic and we had on um a friend of yours or someone you worked with sean stone uh and i saw a, a kind of a some kind of a one sheet for a flick i think it was called enter the fist that you were in it was kind of a few iconic people from uh, you jason london don fry sean stone what was that about well, I don't know what they're doing with it. I mean, uh, they finished uh, principal photography last year, and I'm waiting to to hear uh, if they're putting it out because they got uh, into some stumbling with the editing. Hmm. But uh, it was pretty funny. There was a lot of crazy fight scenes and uh, Danny Trejo. And yeah. I do a small fight scene with uh, Simon Ree and then uh, – Simon Reed from Best of the Best, and then a short that was very short, but the other one was with uh, 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 Bill Goldberg, the wrestler. Yeah. You know, um, how was that? How was that fight? I was actually injured throughout the whole thing. I had a torn uh, hip uh, uh, injury, and uh, I just toughed it out. It was very difficult, but he was fun to work with. He was out of his mind. Uh, he likes a lot of contact, you know, right. so it was very funny. You know, but uh, it's a comedy, you know, so hope to see it soon. I'll, I'll know when, when it comes up, when they let me know. Okay. Yeah, I didn't really ask. We went into kind of a bit of a deeper down the rabbit hole conversation when I had him on, but I'll definitely. It is uh, out there, isn't it? 
Oh yeah, man. It was <laughs> the show was called The Conspiracy Farm, so it was like that's another like top ten who I got to get on. Like he was definitely at the top of the list because he's a yeah. interesting individual. Yeah. Well, um, you had mentioned um, obviously '80s in New York, and you had mentioned this was all before you know UFC, MMA. I mean, as a lifetime martial artist, and obviously I'm sure you still practice martial arts. What are your thoughts? I mean, I remember too back in the day when it you know. These fights were, you know, obviously not sanctioned, and it was so frowned upon. You know, martial arts movies were all the craze. It seems like this all has evolved to now this amazing sport, and I've, I've quite enjoyed the sport, becoming super mainstream. What are your thoughts on UFC, all of it, Pride, UFC, and this this growth and evolution of, of martial arts? Yeah, yeah, it's got its pros and cons. You know, I'm, I'm uh, focused on bringing some, um, you know, I, I wrote the autobiography to get back out and be seen, you know, and uh, I, I'm getting great reviews on the book on Amazon. You know, if people want to purchase it, they can purchase it there. But that, the whole the whole uh, idea of the autobiography is to come back out because I was so out of the uh, film and scene for so long. And mm -hmm. So now working my way back in, um, one of the uh, intentions is to bring back some of that great, those great martial arts fight scenes that are also some of the spirituality and some of the spiritual aspects that uh, Bruce Lee and uh, the Kung Fu series, series, David Carradine and a lot of the Shaw Brothers movies dealt with, you know, mm -hmm. so, you know, with the UFC uh, having great athletes and, 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 and uh, showing a lot of uh, 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 great fights, it, it, it lacks in substance as far as delivering some of that old school spirituality that comes mm -hmm. So, that's something that can be shown uh, in in a story. So that's just like the reason why The Last Dragon has lasted so many, many, many years. And, you know, people tell me that from every walk of life, all different countries, that they're, you know, they watch it all the time and they <laughs> watch dozens and some hundreds of times. Right. Uh, it, it, it's, you know, where you can see a fight. And once that fight is over, uh, you may not, uh, think about it from very long afterwards, you know, at least, you know, uh, it, it doesn't last like a film like that. And that's because the entertainment value and the uh, spiritual message that came with it, you know. And, and, and I think that's so true, man. And I would love to see that resurgence. I mean, as I was watching it last night, just that message, like when you reach that upper level, your mind, body and soul are one. I mean, that's such a I think that's such a good message. And it, and it, and it kind of reminded me a little bit of of Star Wars in that, and I've talked about this with people before, it's all the force, right? But if you use it for ill, you get the red glow. If you use it for good, you get the glow, gold glow. So I mean, I think that was a cool little kind of existential message um, within that, that I, it resonated with me. So yeah, I would love to see, you know, more of that. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, because you know, what is life about but inspiration and motivation and, you know, and, uh, and giving uh, visions to people that lack vision, you know, yeah. deal with every mundane ins and outs of life, it, it kind of gets uh, stale by default, you know, yeah. and, and, and these type of things uh, that make what makes theater and TV and film distinct from uh, athletic events and, and all those type of things is that you can tell a story that can impact people. Yeah, in such an amazing way, just like music, same thing. You know? Sure, music's basically telling a, a story, a, a song. So uh, that that's uh, 
what excites me about the future is um, me training and getting uh, in tip-top shape and, and to deliver another great martial arts action film with the message. That would be sweet, man. I mean, if you could tell that the, the cycle of things like the 80s is the thing again, like retro is now cool. You know what I mean? It's uh, the 80s have kind of come back around. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, haven't been out for a minute, man. Um, what are your thoughts on the industry now from compared to 30 years ago? I mean, I know the medium has changed with, you know, the Internet and everything, but the industry itself, what are your thoughts on it from from 30 years ago? What's different? Is it the well, same? Different is that things went digital. And that made a yeah. huge difference. And then you have many different platforms where before you just had VHS and, and uh, the movie theater. Right. Now it's not about so much getting a movie in a movie theater. It's more about all the other um, platforms that are available to uh, showcase your, your, your work um, and, and make some money potentially. So, so that, that makes it uh, – but there obviously is much more competition because now – you don't need as much money to make a film. Well, back in the days, you needed a lot of money because you were shooting on film and mm -hmm. you know, doing the old school editing, not in the computer. And all that cost so much money and it was so uh, out of out of whack. You know, someone wants to make a movie. Well, you need at least, you know, a million dollars. You need right. more you know? and more and more and more and more, you know. And then now, um, you know, it, it still, you know, it's really about the talent of the artist's that make the movies rather right. than anything else because you have so much uh, content. Yeah. Uh, but the quality comes from the person. So, um, you know, I look and I see a lot of bad acting. Um, I see a lot of bad directing. You know, so it's not so much about the fact that we can do a lot more and do make a lot more movies because it's cheaper, but it's the quality that I'm still looking for. Sure. Well, and it's similar to, I mean, I don't know, like photography I and mean, the accessibility of the technology, it tends to, in my opinion, like oversaturate things. So like you said, you, you tend to, equality tends to suffer, but like everything, you know, the, the cream will rise to the top. You know, the, the like you said, the talented ones will uh, ultimately prevail, hopefully, knock on wood. Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing. It be, it's become more like how do you get the, the, the cream uh, scene, you know? Yes, yes. You know, and that's where, uh, that's where more uh, marketing and, and viraling videos and yes all that type of stuff uh, starts to become more of value you know I mean they got a, a last dragon uh, clips of Shonuff coming in like the, the dojo and all those scenes I did with him on um, I think it's called viral memes or dark viral memes and it's got like two over two million views and thousands, <laughs> thousands of likes and people just talking about how much they love the movie and everything and it's things like that, you know, because The Last Dragon never got exposed that way. It never got the publicity. Right. Uh, I read about that as, in my book as well, you know, because they didn't uh, think it would be liked by uh, other cultures other than black. And, and Barry Gordy was always fight, he was fighting with, uh, at that time, uh, Tristor. Mm -hmm. It's not a black movie. It's a movie that everybody will love. And that's what ended up happening in the long run after it got seen on TV and and uh, now it's more popular than ever, uh, but yeah. but it's still in a in a um, in a cult type of way. It's not mainstream yet, but uh, it's it's it seems like it's it's becoming more like that as the years go on. And you know, the whole, I, I dig the whole you know the guy the guy finally gets the girl you know because I was always you know kind of the nerd ish kind of person. Not that not that you were the nerd, but you definitely weren't the conventional right. mainstream. You kind of walked your own path and stuff. So. 
thought that was cool. I always dug the whole like you know vindication of the somewhat the underdog, but always you know you weren't necessarily the underdog. You just could kick butt and. <laughs> right, right. It, 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 yeah, definitely uh, gives hope to the uh, nerds and to the sure. people that may not have all the strength and 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 swag and the and money and so forth. Yeah. Well, and again, man, I, like I've had on martial artists and I, you know, instructors and that particularly have a philosophy about martial arts that I enjoy. And like your character, he j he just wasn't. Again, this is you were Luke Skywalker and show enough was walking around being Darth Vader. You know, you were just, I could rip your head off, but I'm just not going to. That's just not the way, you know what I mean? It's just, sure. I, I love that message, man. I really did. Cause it's like, you know, and, and that honestly resonated me as I, as I got older, resonated with me as I got older, you know, martial arts is something that's, you know, been more philosophical really than, than physical for me. I mean, not to get all, uh, yeah. Zen out, but yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't want to keep you too much longer, man. I know, like you said, you're touring. Do you have any dates you want to shout out? Any of your social sure. media? Uh, uh, anything. I am Timok. So Facebook and Instagram backslash I am Timok. Uh, if you uh, – Kansas City, Draft House Theater, uh, this coming the 22nd. And then uh, where do I go after that? Uh, I'll be in D.C. on the 1st and the 3rd. There will be a screening on the 1st and 3rd in D.C. And um, then Boston, New York, yeah, I'm all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I will post those um, those dates and um, those links to the YouTube and all that good stuff, so people be able to uh, to track you down, my friend. Yeah, thank you. No, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Continued success, man, and thank you for that wonderful or your contribution to that wonderful math masterpiece we know as the Last Dragon. And continued success, brother. And um, thank you again for your time, my man. My pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Jeffrey Wilson. It's me speaking to you 